Ready for the Gabagool. The Gabagool. Gabagool, Grandma's. Gabagool. The Gabagool. The Gabagool. The Gabagool. The Gabagool. Dude, you finally made it. I'm here. Wow. Another voice for all the sweethearts out there, all the famales that are tuning into the pod. Another voice, finally. All this misogynistic, homophobic. Yes, I said homophobic. Uh, we finally get some real, some something that people actually want to listen to, which is a female's opinion. All two of us so far. Yes, and... You know, you and I talk about this all the time, is how much leverage women have and how much they don't know they have. (laughs) Say more about this. Women have no fucking clue how powerful they are, and that's why there's so much dirt kicked up when girls make a stinker, is because guys know how deep it actually goes. For example, small example, you're in a relationship you know, guy comes home from work. Forget the fact that he works, okay? And he was probably your sugar daddy, okay? He comes home, and he knows to keep the li- to keep everything cool. That he is going to listen to anything that you say. If he if the trash needs to go out, if something needs to get done, you know, y- y- it does not take much at all from you. You just look at him. You just look at him in a certain way. So how is this different for women? Oh, because you're going to come home from work and a guy's going to yeah. just... Oh, really? It works like that. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, you. See, this is why we need you on the pod. <laughs> this is... You're only, you're only proving my point here of how important it is to have you here. <laughs> but you get it, okay? Women, women have so much leverage. And it's not just when the relationship starts... They have, even, they have even more so in the dating world. Mm. Women are calling the shots. I don't know if Dudes I are not calling. Let's fight about it. Okay. Let's start okay. here. I didn't know we were going to have this conversation, <laughs> but let's we uh, we clear we should have it. So you're telling me to say more. So I'm going to add something to why I say so. Women have the leverage because. But why is that? Why? Why do women have the leverage? Yes, tell me well, first of all, a you look better. Well, that's argument. We have women might have baggage. Men have bags, <laughs> physical bags that we walk around with. Uh, that's a joke, obviously. We all have baggage, um, but you look better. You're curvy. You're aesthetically pleasing. Your vo- your voices are you predominantly more you know aesthetically pleasing hair looks better brows are done lips yeah, are but done i don't think that's leverage enough to like be it calling is. the shots it is, it <laughs> is. <laughs> no i don't think so see what did i say after i said I that women have leverage they one... don't know they have it <laughs> i do typically <laughs> think one person's calling the shots more than the other not always not always but I do think that is the case sometimes, but I don't think it's predominantly female or male. So there's the, oh, who wears the pants, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
The women usually have the pants. No. Now they're actually really wearing pants. <laughs> You've got so much leverage, you're like, we're actually going to, we're not wearing fucking dresses anymore or skirts. I'm wearing pants. Okay, but do you think that's always been the case, or do you think that's just more now? I think it's more so now. Yeah. And are you going to ask me to say more? Yes. Dating. Okay. I think think girls are calling the shots. More than they ever have. Ever. Ever. But again, why is that? Le- it's how you look. I know, but women have always looked I mean, the I same. Know things have changed, but yeah, like 20, Yeah, because women ago. have always been beautiful. Right, like, exactly. You didn't just start getting beautiful like 10 years ago, <laughs> you know? Right, so like why now if, you know, women are, have you know, always been beautiful, you know, all these physical characteristics that you're talking about, what, why now, why are women calling the shots now? I feel like you're ready to just pin me. You want me to say no, something? No, I genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm just teasing, but I think why now? Um, I don't know if anyone's ever challenged me on this. Usually, they just hear, "Oh, like this is news to me" because that doesn't it hasn't felt like it. But the reason I say so is because, I mean, my male counterparts that are all just single Pringle like me, they we all. When we get together and we're talking about dating and it's just guys, right? No ladies around. We're just riffing, talking about, oh, so-and-so did such-and-such to me. This happened. It's all kind of like the same, you know, guys are, you know, my guy friends, they're, they would, they, you know, one, redacted, would have settled down with the last five girls he's talked to, but they've all just been like, do you think but oh go ahead go Go ahead well i almost want to finish this because i also have another thought on and okay let's just move on because i mean i'm right and you're wrong so i mean girls have leverage you know well i am curious because i have gotten in arguments before with people about do is it more common for men to hit on women or is it more common for women to hit on men? Ooh. What do you think? I don't even think you and I have talked about this. No, I don't know that we have. So my gut reaction is guys would have normally been hitting on more, but I don't know if it's as socially as acceptable anymore. So I actually think girls are hitting on guys more so now mm-hmm. because guys like I, 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 I'm not going to lie. If I do, when I do approach women in public, it's just too friendly now. I just want to be very seen and like less creepy, mm. less yeah, rape it vibes. Can definitely come off as creepy. Exactly, and I think that's the problem is because girls don't mind getting hit on, but by a certain few people. For sure, like, it's like there's a point where it's flattering and a point where it's creepy, and there's a fine yes, line. yes. And I have gone the route of I am going to compliment on something that's not appearance so Mm. oh megan i like having you over it doesn't mean anything about how you dress or look it's just you are over and that that it's very broad but it's like oh okay positive Mm -hmm. and hopefully it makes you you feel good so what if it was some random yeah yeah yeah. oh geez well what's the what's the 
are we at a bar? Are we at a library? <laughs> Those are going to be different approaches, huh? Absolutely. But see, you know me. If I'm going to hit on a girl, I'm I'm clowning. I'm joking. Yeah, that's for sure. That's your like if we're like if we're at a, a at a bar, mm-hmm. you know. My go-to, I was at a bar on April Fools. Tell me. And about I just that. went up to her and I was just like Oh, you oh this place, did this place, yeah, this place stinks. We should, we should get out of here. What'd she say and she's that? like, huh? And I'm like, huh, April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't did, laugh did either. Fall? It was even worse. She did it? I was just like, um, I think I'm done here. I think I'm you done at the bar. Said that. I think I'm done. No, 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 no. Oh. Like in my head. And you just in my head, I was like, yeah, it's not gonna work today. <laughs> but uh, I was like, that's a good joke. No, it was good. I was, it was good. Did she I was anticipating, or was she just no? But see. The social retardation of our generation is so, well, I don't know. I shouldn't even say that. It's just, um, yeah, probably just wasn't her pace. Yeah. She does, She's not into a guy that, because a girl that's witty like you or whatever would pick up on that and right. kind of go, ah, like. Yeah, but then she's just not your type. Exactly. So, so you just move on. But it, it, it hurt enough where I was like, yeah, okay. Then um, you didn't want to try that I again. just wasn't in the mood because yeah. I approached her in a fair way and then it didn't work. So I was like, yeah, I'm Are okay with right? rejection, but not. No, I mean, I didn't actually I mean, leave. no one loves rejection. I just, check, I just checked out mentally. Yeah. Yeah. What bar were you at? Um, Beer bar. Oh, downtown. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, and what's funny, too, is I had heard this joke before, so I just was like, oh, I'm going to use it yeah. today. It's Perfect April time. Fool's. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work. Oh. Yeah. Just the wrong girl. Very rarely is a um a pickup line or something like that going to work. Yeah. Some girls do like it. Those. Because where do you go from there? <laughs> how, how do you transition, you know? I mean, you're charismatic. Uh, hi. You're fine. Hi. <laughs> Say something that's so dumb. I mean, yeah, no. See, that, and that's why I approach the same way with humor each time is because when it's going to be the right lady, they're going to be like, okay, cool. This Go guy's, it, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I dig the humor vibes. Um, But to answer your question, I can't remember what your question was. We started talking about joking and riffing and ruffling and you wanted to know, oh, let's go back to this because this was kind of my two piece. So, yeah, women have leverage. Mm -hmm. I just talked about hitting on girls. Oh, that's what it was. You said, are women hitting on men as much as men on women or what is it? Mm -hmm. So what do you think? As someone who gets hit on all the time. I don't get hit on all the time. Let the record show. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have the enough data to back that up. I would assu- I mean, I do think women are more bold. This is just my guess, but I don't actually know. You and Redacted, who messaged to first? Your boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> um. Well, we met on Hinge. Yeah, but who messaged? 
Because well, either one can. Because, yeah, you know how you can, like, like or comment on people's uh-huh. whatever? Yeah, yeah. So he, I think he liked one of my photos, and then I messaged him. Oh, back. you had to. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I like you, but <laughs> you had to be. So you match. he matched with you he first, matched, then I you responded. He's the hey, boy. I see you, boy. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you technically, he... You, yeah, you did it. You did the talking. But I will say that I've gotten, like, more bold the older that I've gotten. Like, when I was younger, I wouldn't hit on guys ever. And the older I got, the more... I think that's also just a reflection of myself. Like, I got more confident in myself. And so going up and approaching somebody or messaging somebody or whatever that may be was a lot easier because I was more confident in myself. And if it didn't work out, well, oh, well. Mm. Well. Move on. Yeah. And and you're right, like, it was a small defeat for me, but I did not, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I hit on you probably once a week. Yeah, that's true. And every single, per, not even, it's not, because it's not even ladies. Every single person I know I am hitting on all the time. Yeah, that's just your personality. Yeah, and then maybe one time out of nowhere, it's going to land and I'm, I might shit myself. Yeah. Um, it will land. Um, so the other piece. Uh, so I think that not so because dating is a kerfuffle. Uh, and so it's it's pretty dicey getting into these, you know, like what's wrong with dating, what's working, what's not working. A thought I had the other day. Tell me. For a long time, I always thought, and it could still be true, but I always thought of this verse, and it was kind of the only thing I thought of. If I'm messaging a girl, or I go out with her a couple times, or we're talking, or I know this girl, and I'm trying to just slide in the DMs or make something out of nothing, like, it's almost, when you slide into a DM of a girl that you know, it's like going to the pantry, because you're hungry. You're just kind of like, is there anything to eat? <laughs> and then you might go back like two minutes later and you're like, I, ju- I was just here. <laughs> I was just here. It's like, is there any- opening the fridge? Just there, just like looking. So is this somebody you have like history with or like you just <laughs> doesn't your matter. Friend, like doesn't oh, matter. Okay. It's it, that is the analogy. You're just going to the pantry because you're <laughs> bored. You're hungry. And you're just like, eh. Is there anything going to be today? Hmm. Yeah. Who is it going to be today? <laughs> uh, no, that's not what I was getting at. But um, I used to always think up until literally this week that however I was trying to approach these women and however it fizzled out or they told me like or they would just ghost me, like not even respond. They're like, why are you messaging me? Like, please don't do that again. <laughs> um I was always like, oh, she's talking to someone else. That was what you told yourself in your mind? Yeah. Okay, that's Because probably true. Yeah, yeah. She's talking to somebody else or, and it could also be like, I just, I'm not interested in you. Mm-hmm. And, but, but I actually think that I'm competing with her solidarity. Say more about that. Would she rather just be alone and happy and peaceful with the life that she's created on her own mm-hmm. than adding me to the mix 
like so she's created you know because and maybe this kind of links into the leverage part that i was talking about women are in careers women are starting to you know like it's um again not that they not that they've never been there before you know like you mentioned uh but now it's like oh yeah like you know women can be the bread makers yada yada you know y'all are doing everything now yeah it's kind of Um, anti-feminist actually which oh. is a whole nother tangent, but also oh, I'm anti-feminist. Say, no, 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 no. I just mean because yeah, to your point, like women are more career focused than ever mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But but they're also like focusing on having children, and like so it's like they're doing everything now yeah. instead of just like before it was like oh we're homemakers, confided, you know whatever. It. Yeah. So it's like my point is anti-feminist because they're now just doing everything overwhelmingly. Like their plate is uh. overflowing. Interesting. Like that's not, we're kind of going backwards, but, um, <laughs> but I do think like individualism, individuality is like very focused right now too. And so I think to your point of, oh, they don't need me. They're not looking for that validation or whatever it may be. I mean, I, I think that's a good fair point of they're not going to waste their time on. Yeah. 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 So there is no one else, buddy. She just doesn't want to add you to the soup, you know. I mean, this is not a me- this is not the United States, pal. It is not a melting <laughs> pot, okay? It's my it's me and I've created this this simple beautiful little home and space for myself and you just trying to hitch your wagon is not you know, it's That's not going to work. I mean, before I started dating Sam, it was like or name dropping now. Hey, Sam. <laughs> um, it was like I was very intentional with I don't want to be in a relationship unless it brings value to my life, which seems duh. like duh. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I know. But at the same time, like I was very much like I don't want to just be in a relationship to be in a relationship. Mm, can't relate. Like, <laughs> um, I was very intentional about that. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a no. Good I point. like I like this too because you know, I was saying I think there's always just someone else you're talking to, which in your case you weren't. You know, so if I were to be somebody that approached you, you're being very intentional, and you have like an idea of someone. You know, not like oh, I have a type and I have a person, right? Or I mean, a race. I was on dating like, apps. Uh, I was dating around. It's not yeah. like. Have been, you know, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm not looking for every anyone. I mean, I was obviously seeking. Yeah, so it's almost both at the same time. Yeah. Like you did enjoy. So yeah, you would go out, but you I'm could pick up very quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Ah. Lots of these things all at once. It could possibly be. Yeah, but you weren't necessary because my thought was more so of like, oh, I'm just talking to other guys because. I'm just a gypsy type. Like I can't settle down with one guy. I need multiple guys in my life because one guy and just like women too, we can't you can't do everything. You right. can't have everything. That's why you have friends, that's mm-hmm. why you have family, your support group, your mentors. It's just your your person is going to be someone that you're you can have a romantic relationship with. Yeah, that's just essentially. one of your relationships. Yeah. yeah. And then they also can they it just so happens that they're rad too right like you just think they're you have mad respect for them um yeah you don't even have to have 
See, those are some people that kind of drive me nuts are the folks who are like, oh, because I'm on dating apps too. Mm-hmm. Obvious. Duh. <laughs> Which, by the way, look for me. Keep swiping, babies. <laughs> I'm in there somewhere. I'm in the deck somewhere. Buy some likes. <laughs> Subscribe some so you likes. can get, so you can swipe more and get to my profile. <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, I just lost it. <laughs> How about that? Didn't help. No. Okay. I mean, I will say I want to touch more on um, the relationship factor because, I mean, we talk about this all the time of, like, it's not good to have, well, my opinion, I guess. I'm not. Anyway. Oh, we're professionals. (laughs) My perspective is it's not, I don't want to have all my eggs in one person, right? Oh, right, right. Right, right. Like, I have my, like, female relationships, friendships that I... Mm -hmm you know, find value in. And I, I like diversity in those, those yes. um, friendships as well, where we yep. have different things in common and different hobbies and perspectives. And so, yeah. And they satisfy those, you know, yeah. Different needs and mm-hmm. perspectives that I have or don't have. And so they challenge me and I think it's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah. And I'm your one here. challenged friend. <laughs> so everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think it's good to have like diversity in your friendships and relationships too, not just you know romantic or. I think I struggle with that. Why is that? I don't know if my friends are very diverse, in thought, race. <laughs> you might be right about that. I think and the only diversity would be I have low income friends, medium income friends, and wealthy friends. Mm. They're all white though. And, well, I mean, I do live in Utah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And I think, I don't know, that's why I said my opinion, my perspective. That's, like, what's healthy for me. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all. Like, I'm very yeah. nuanced in, like, people that want to put all their eggs in a romantic partnership and they find fulfillment in that. I guess you do you. But yeah. for me, it's like that would make me go crazy. Yeah. Now... Because this is all great stuff. And you m- did happen to meet online, like a lot of people do kind of right now. Uh, I I just don't. I think it's so hard because I have no idea how to express myself. E- you know, they're like, oh, make a video or do a <laughs> prompt. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I have made so much bullshit to make it funny or hot or cute or witty or whatever. And I've been on there for a fucking decade and it doesn't, I've talked to a hundred different people on there. Uh, For me, you see, that's what I mean. I think the lady experience on dating apps is so much different than the male experience. I actually will agree with you on that. So I think that goes a little bit with the leverage that I'm talking about. Mm. Because you went, oh, I like him. (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, like, I've never told Sam this, but (laughs) like, I wasn't like overly impressed with his like, oh, the profile. profile. No. No. And in a way, that's kind of nice because it's not like this guy that's like super into himself, like has all the best shots or the best prompts or whatever that may be. Yeah. So you kind of have to just roll the dice and be like, well, let's just try this out and see if it lands. Good to hear it's that. It's all just like a shot in the dark. Like I, I mean, there's 
there were guys that I would match with that had that like yeah 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 flashy pleasing. yeah I'm rich or, I mean look at my titties you know <laughs> you know no seriously though like probably I bet you dumb amounts of dudes have gym shots yeah but I or holding would, fish yeah lots of those yeah or uh, you know a deer or <laughs> a gun they're holding a gun Yeesh. Are they? Really are they? On those are there guy guy gun guys? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Should I hold a piece in mine? No, please don't do that. My Walter <laughs> White revolver. No. Um, yeah. So it's just it's tough because it's like it. It is tough. It, there's not really. I mean, some girls may be into the aesthetically pleasing profiles, and some don't give yeah. a shit, and it just kind of yeah. lands when it lands. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with dating. There's all this like speculation oh this works this doesn't work it's like yeah. we're all just it's just you know just and here's something that i have not really cracked on is i am so, well breaking news i am so much better in person than on a profile mm, but i, I force the online profile i need to cut it and i need to be in my zone which is i need to either be i need to meet you at a bar or some kind of social gathering, a volunteer place, like I'm yeah. volunteering, yeah. you know, community service. And, you know, so it's, so, you know, so we have, you know, we're, we're there for this, you know, we have a place in common. And then, you know, you just start meeting and stuff because, you know, school is really easy. Right. High school, pulling girls in high school was, is the easiest thing to do. High school that's why there's so many high school sweethearts is because it's that easy. Well, it's very circumstantial, right? Yes. That's what you have in common. We literally are both from West Jordan. We go yeah. to the same exact high school. And we're in this hell. Yeah. It's it, all it, circumstantial. This is hell together and you're making it better. Right. Yeah. Yep. Very. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now when you get out of there, there's so many other things going on. Like we work and we may be going to school or you're done with school or you know, you're not even from here. Your family's not even here, you know. Um, so a lot of different complex things uh, float in there. But, uh, you know, this is funny. We didn't even – I did not even plan on talking about dating. And yeah. here I am, the sloth, the sloth that I am. Uh, so I want to pivot okay. to one of the most cool things that we have in common which we worked together at a treatment center. Mm -hmm. What is it? What was it? Uh, it's a treatment center for t dude teens yeah. <laughs> dude, teen. uh, who had, I mean, uh, yeah, you explain of experiences, mental yeah, health. How do you, yeah, they were kicked. They were gooned. They got sent yeah. to wilderness. So, right. You go live in the wilderness with other kids who also got sent away from their parents, and you live in the woods on peanut butter for a month. Mm -hmm. All year round, like winter, summer. Yeah, it doesn't matter when. doesn't matter. It's just when your parents were like, I'm tired of your ass Yeah. for X, Y, or Z. Exactly. And yeah, well, it was lots of reasons. drug abuse, yep. runaways, self-harm, mm -hmm. you know, uh, learning disabilities. Yeah, school issues. Yeah, yeah school issues. Or, or all, you know, right. you got the Neapolitan right. ice cream, mm -hmm. you know, you got or, a mixture of. Or parents didn't know how to parent, so they're like, exactly. we don't know what to do with Exactly, parents you. have money. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's. 
because I was like, oh, I'm like him, him, and him. Mm-hmm. My parents had, you know, coin. Right. I would have been in one of oh, these. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think that was one thing that I would get frustrated about because, I mean, these teens were always so ashamed and, like, embarrassed that they were at this facility. And I was literally like, I work in a high school. Like, you are literally just like every You're other the same. kid in, the, in these schools that I go to every yeah. day, these public high schools. Yeah. Your parents just had money and decided to send you to this place. Like, yeah. that's literally the only difference. Yeah, and you you acted out too, like maybe more so than the average high sure, schooler. Sure. So you made it tough. Yeah, and it's tricky because I mean, at the same time, like I don't want to just like discredit that a lot of these teen boys did experience a lot of hard things, trauma. And, yeah, yeah, and had a lot going on. So I'm not trying to just say, no, oh, there was no dismissing. Wrong with them, yeah, no dismissing. I'm, I just I did feel bad that they they felt so much shame about being there when it's like dude you're literally just a normal kid like i don't know yeah i'm gonna try to help you realize that the the uh uh hand that you were just dealt you're in the game buddy uh and i'm gonna show you how to play your hand as good as you can right now um but look at uh, i work here pal like um i'm not working i'm not Recording with Drake in the studio and dropping, you know, radio songs and stuff. You know, I'm here with you too. Like this right. is, I'm getting, I'm getting paid beans and rice mm-hmm. to try to be your your mentor. Um, so I, I feel like it's this that if they're you know open enough, they were they realize that because some of them you remember they were like, how much do you get? How much do you get paid? Yeah, and I'm like. Not like enough to be with you, not enough to be here with your ass, <laughs> but uh, here I am because I actually I care about you, you no, know. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to get into this a little bit where you know we were at one specific um treatment center, and not every single one is going to be the exact same, right? Um, but uh, you know what was do you feel like they had the program was right do you feel like the whole system was set up right no i mean it's so tough because they're i do think treatment centers have a place right like i think there needs to be a safe place for teens who are experiencing you know, plethora of things that we just talked about. Okay. There needs, there needs to be a place like that. There needs to be a facility where they can be safe and get help and receive support and mentorship and, you know, all the things. But I think there is just, it's so tricky to say it, (laughs) say it. I don't know. Do it in an ethical way. Okay. I just saw a lot of cracks in the system where I was like, mm, this is Can isn't you healthy. do you this feel comfortable okay. mentioning a crack? Do you want to bring up a crack? I mean I mean this is just like a small example, but we like so they called their parents every Yeah, well, twice a week. Times a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. um there was one that we had to like monitor their calls, which okay like i guess i get but then at the same time like if they started to talk like too negatively like we were supposed to like cut it off and like yeah. end the phone call. what did they refer to there was a phrase it was like no yeah. bad mouthing there was like, this place 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, they weren't allowed you can't to say, talk crap. like, hey, I'm having a shitty time. Come get me. Like, that was off the yeah. table. You, they'd cut your call. Yeah, like, straight up. And they, they would say, like, save that for your family therapy session when there's, like, a, you know. A therapist. A therapist. Yeah, there, or which, an owner or. Yeah, I can respect. Policed. But at the same time, it's like, um, if this kid is wants to tell his parents that he wants to go home, I think that he should be able to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't and think that's right for me to come in and be like, hey, 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 we don't talk about that here. Like, sweep it under the rug. Like, I just don't think that. You know the ethical. rules, buddy. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that was one thing that I, I do like that crack. Have. That's a fair crack to point out. Yeah. Um, I'll piggyback on that. Um, I feel like the staff stunk. Say more about that. Uh, I would work my ass off for 12 hours. Yeah. Kids are fine. Chilling. Do you mean staff or do you mean management? Both. Okay. Depends. Who's asking? Who's there? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it wasn't just me. There were other good staff, like the one sitting across the table from me, okay? And she had that same effect where you're there, nothing's really going on. They're in a good mood. They might be chatty with you, share something about the day. You're talking about life, you know, what was it like home, you know, whatever. Literally anything. We're walking down the street, you see a bird, and you're like, you like birds, dude? You know, just anything, just being homies. You pass them off to someone else. And then that kid is having a meltdown. A meltdown. And I would check in with them after, you know, I can get some time to like, and I'll be like, what? what did, bro, bro, I was just with you for four hours and you weren't acting like this. What did I miss? And then they'll, you know, which is funny. And we're kind of getting at this is, you know, because then I talk to the staff, too, of course, because I'm going to get both sides. I just want to know what's up or whatever, or what happened, and I'll make it sound like I'm, you know, I'll be, like, nonchalant about it, you know? Oh, what happened over there? And staff says one thing, and student says the other. And you could say it's somewhere in the middle or whatever, but what I see is student got with staff. Staff is abrasive. Student is also living in a prison. Mm-hmm where they don't want to be. So I'm going to go ahead and point the finger on the staff because they get to go home and have a real life. Right. They come here and get paid for their job. Mm -hmm. Why are you being so difficult with the child? Who, uh, like, dude, these kids are 15 years old. And yeah, you're trying to push them. They have goals. They have things they've got to work on. But why are you being an asshat? to them right like and we didn't get any training like that like and i and i can't i had zero opportunity to approach a staff and be like i don't like how you talk to the kids Mm -hmm. and not only that if i probably brought that up they probably let my ass go yeah no for sure like oh you're just creating problems like there's too much stuff going on Mm -hmm. we don't have time to sit here and have relief society because you think that uh, we need to address these issues that you just seem to be having a problem with, with 
that no one else is having. It's right. just you. Right. It's, you know, care to comment? Yeah. No, I know I, that was a lot, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm pissed off. I'm ready to go do something. But No, it is tricky. I think, well, going back to, like, why they're there, I mean, 100% of these teens have trauma. Yeah, join the club. Yeah. And so... I think you just have to be very tricky about how you navigate those relationships with these. Does it have to be tricky? Well, I mean, the way you approached it, no. But like, but I, you did the same way. The same way they talk about you, you made it easy. Right. But to my point of like the staff that you're talking about that was trying to make it hard for them, it's like, dude, they're already, to your point, in this prison. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to make this harder for them. Yeah. And so how your like approach your interactions with them need you need to be very careful about that and very intentional with that okay and you're and see this is why i like having you here on the pod okay because you actually went to school and you actually know more about psychology than i do i am just the observer i'm just the the sponge okay yeah but you're also just like you you get it you're do i though because i got fired Yeah, we can talk about that. I got canned. But but that's because you were throwing a wrench in the system. You were throwing off their neatly organized plan. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but you were doing that in the right way. Isn't that ironic, that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Do you want to keep getting, do you want to keep peeling back these little onion layers? Well, I mean,. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why you got fired is because you were more like a friend to them than a mentor. Was I? Well, that's what their perspective. I know. I actually just want you. I want you to answer that. No, I think you were a mentor in your own way, not in the way that they wanted you to be. But I do think you were a mentor to those boys. I mean, clearly, I, yeah. you, you still have a relationship with the majority of them. Yes, and that's telling. well, no, I don't. I haven't spoke to a single one since. Off the record, none. None. I wonder how they are. I wonder. Yeah. Somebody should check on them. <laughs> you know, if only there was someone there who was super close to them and understood and loved them could just check in just to say hello. Wonder if that would kill anyone. <laughs> you know, don't mind, you know, they're 20 now, right. 21. You know, they're not adults or anything. No. They can't talk. But um, I guess, like, just talking about in when you worked there right uh-huh. like the relationship that you had with them there were boundaries it's not like you were just yeah, like yeah, yeah. hey this is we're just best buds hanging out oh like, yeah like toss the rules no right. i'm like no 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 no, no, no. Was still structured to it yeah quit shitting off <laughs> right but you know? they genuinely knew that you cared about them yeah that you wanted what was best for them but yes. in this like we're we're friends i'm not better than you i'm not higher than you oh i was I, but i was yeah. See, and that's why they respected me. But that's me not how I'm they like, felt. Yeah. That's not they felt like an equal to you. Yeah. Which I um, think was, is so, really hard to, to articulate. So I I have a a question for you, is, you know, because folks who are getting into this, what degrees did the owners have? What would you say their degrees are in? Psychology. Psychology. I mean, there were therapy uh, therapists at the any kind of, but it's the psych psychology department. So whatever kind of you know, um, 
specific degree you would yeah. also get that was you know slapped on there mm-hmm. i mean you know, rec- md therapy yeah md you know you're a yeah. doctor yeah. you're you're a therapist you know you went to school for 12 years right okay so thinking of that mm-hmm. and i don't want to discredit that because there, yeah. that is very important aspect to, yeah. to running one of these facilities and hot take here okay, okay. spicy spicy boiling hot take here mate is because and I, I i just have to say this i gotta get this off my chest i feel like my way is the way not just a way mm. if i were an owner and i could be there those boys could get just as much as what they did when I wasn't there, when I got fired and whatever, I could do just as good if there was a team like me and get even more done or get them home sooner than what they did and then creating new trauma. Sure. Because that's what happened. I challenge you a little bit on that, but say... Go ahead, please. Well, again, going back to like the nuance of like, Uh I think... And, and relationships, right? Like, I think variety is good. I think having, okay. you know, a, a tailor in the group is, you know, is very beneficial. You, Taylor, is very beneficial. But maybe having someone that's a little bit more structured could be good for another team that's there. Like, I think variety is good because not everyone mm. that, that shows up to this facility is exa- the exact same person, right? Like, you're going to... Can I gel, throw it back? Can I throw it back? more with one team than another. Can okay. I throw it back? How come I could make it work with all of them? My style worked with every single one. Every single one. Yeah. I am confident. Confident. I could get with Redacted and three others when we were in those pods. Mm-hmm. Chili beans. I moved from said pod and then all of a sudden the staff is sitting there on the computer typing the notes yeah uh this is what happened and i'm like i saw you do that yeah you did that you did that Mm -hmm. it was your problem i have no idea why the fuck you're working here why is this something you're even into you suck at your job (laughs) i'm not kidding Dude, when I got fired, I don't know if I told you this or not. One of the owners was like, uh, we've just gotten a lot of actually I should I should paint myself as a better employee because maybe I painted myself as this weirdo. <laughs> um when the day I got fired, um some medications were found on the ground that were nobody's. Like it wasn't they they it got wasn't a student. Yeah, because we know them. You know all the medications. Well, because you know all accounted for. Well, when you do when you do meds, right? There's two people. Well, one or two people in there. Mm-hmm. It's only one student at a time. Right. And when you're helping one, you know you you, you they stand at the door. They can't come in. They can't right. put their hand. You know, there's yeah. rules, yeah. right? Um, so no, they can't get into the medication. Um. And we know what meds which kids are on. Yeah, exactly. And yes, they are. All it's the narcotics documented. are, yeah. especially the narcotics are counted. Yeah. Everything else, um, you know, one at a time, you watch them. 
They take it. They have to go, ah, show yeah. their tongue, yada, yeah. yada. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that the system was pretty good. Yeah. I would sure. say it's pretty safe. Uh, it's two keys, one to get into the door, w- another one to get into actual meds. Yep. So they'd have to steal two keys. Right. It's pretty standard. Yeah. 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 For everyone, for everybody that that was painfully obvious for, yeah. So, okay. So there were meds found on the ground. I can't even remember what they were. It could have been aspirin. Mm. could have been heroin. I would have no idea. <laughs> okay. Because I didn't see him. Okay. And so they're pulling all the staff in one by one. And it's a, my manager and an owner. Mm-hmm. And I just, just plop myself down. And they're just like, what's up? And I'm like, just got here. Chilling. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, our, you know, the owners we never really saw, honestly. Yeah, no. It was in passing. It was, hi, how are you? You know, weather, BS, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and... So I just, you know, just kind of dumb talk or whatever. And then my manager's like, so the reason why we, we called you in here and why you've, you know, you just passed your colleague from coming in here is because we found some meds that were on the ground. Do you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't even take like ibuprofen. I don't right. have Medicaid. And you know this, like, yeah. don't take meds unless it's uh, recreationally <laughs> for fun. You know, I'm Did at the you club. Did you really say that? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I did not say that. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I take pills, but not for, not, uh, <laughs> it, not, not here, yeah. not at work. Right. <laughs> I don't bring them here with me. Um, so I was like, yeah, no, they're not mine. Don't bring meds here. I'm not on meds. Yeah. Haven't taken a pill in weeks. Right. Right. Um, they're like, okay. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, so how's everything else? Like, do you like the job? You know, it's been like, how long? I got hired in October. I got let go in uh, March. So it was like November, December, January, February. I, I was only there four full months. It was like four and a half months. Wow, yeah. Felt longer. It did, yeah. Probably because I was working doubles sometimes and shit. So it just felt longer. Felt long. um, uh, and I'm like, oh, uh, well, is there anything you want to talk about? I remember asking that. I was like, what do you want to hear? You know, like. And they're like, well, how are you liking it? And I'm like, I love the boys. And it went from that to the owner telling me that, hey, anytime you come in, your colleagues feel like you undo everything they just did all day. And I said, oh, well, that's funny because I feel the same way about them because – no one gets in trouble. Everyone follows the rules for the most part. Some yeah. kids get in oh, trouble. Yeah. Don't get me kids. wrong. There's I'm kids, painting yeah. myself like, oh, yeah, I got the fucking answer. I, I know how to do this shit. Put me in charge. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Um, it. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, and I was like, uh, all right. So when were you gonna tell me this? So you've had all these colleagues telling you that. They don't like how I work, but then no one's going to give me feedback ever. You're just going to have all these negative Slap feelings about. Yeah. Well, and then I already had my reservations because I-, I looked at other staff and I was always cool with them. I just kept everything upstairs. I wouldn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I'd be as cool with the staff as I was with the boys. I kept it, you know. And so all of this was all just news all at one time. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, you want to, oh, you want to start getting 
offen- honestly offensive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I honestly don't think the program does much. And I think that the teachers are way out of line because how they this, how the students treated or how the students got treated by the teachers is exactly how I felt in school. You're mm-hmm. too smart for this class. You get all your shit done. Now you're shitting off because your class is so <laughs> shitty. Mm-hmm. The the curriculum it sucks. Um. Or it's just not engaging. Mm. You're you're boring these kids to death. Right. Uh, not much you can do there. The state of Utah is to blame there because mm. didn't they have to follow Utah curriculum? I'm not I sure think because it's a private facility. I don't know what that looks like. And I was only there on the weekend, so I don't know. I'm not familiar yeah, okay. with the curriculum. Well, uh, take my word on this. It was smelled like public school. <laughs> <laughs> it probably literally smelled yeah. like public school. And too. I mean, well, because. Yeah, it is a private facility. So you ever meet any more, of the teachers? There is more flexibility. No, I don't think so. Some of them, good. Mm. But some of them, like some of the staff, mm. you are finding problems. You are creating more trauma for yeah. this kid. Yeah. Because he doesn't get to go home and talk to mom. Right. Or go chill with the homies. Mm-hmm. He has to go sit in his prison cell right. and shower next to another kid he doesn't like in, or get bullied. You know, so it's one of the other, you know, God, I don't know how much longer you want to talk about this, but because I asked you one question and now we're here, but, um, do you have any other, uh, you have another crack, mm-hmm. another observation? I, I mean, maybe yeah, throw it back in my I, face. It's just tough. Cause I like, I only did like weekends every once in a while. Like, I don't feel like I have like a huge you're like selling yourself short here <laughs> but i did i did find frustration and sometimes i felt like the the teens were like ready to go home and they just kept them there yeah i was like what blatantly yeah i was like why are you still here like you should be home R- redacted he was normal for like six months like the whole time i was there yeah no problems yeah and they're like oh well you know, I talked to some of the staff that got to sit in on therapy or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, he's uh, he's not, uh, you know, being open to what the terms will be when he gets home. You know, because they had to, uh, right. to be able to go home, you have to g- tell your parents, okay, I will obey those rules, da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Right. But they'll never tell you the rules. Yeah. So I'm like, how does that help me help the kid? Yeah, exactly. If I don't know what he needs to be doing. So it's tricky for me to make a judgment call on that because it's like, yeah, I'm not there that often. I'm not in these therapy sessions. I don't know the full story. But from the little I did observe, I was like, why is this kid here? Like, he needs to so be So dumb. He needs to be around his friends. He needs to be around his family instead of stuck here Strangers for months and... on end. Like, yeah. some of the teens were there for more over a year. Year and a half, two years. That is insane. I have no idea how that's even, like, legal. Right. How it... There should be some point where, yeah, you can send your child here, but after a year, if you haven't figured it out, if you want them to still be here, we might have to start thinking that you're just neglecting. Right. Right. Like, neglect. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Well, and then think about the kids that had siblings. Right. Their brother's gone. Yeah. Like, that is. Like, you might as well serve a Mormon mission. 
You might as well wear garments. Oh my god. You might as well get endowments. <laughs> Go get your endowments done. Uh, and get sealed for time and all eternity. Yeah, I it's just it's such a fine line cuz like I said when we were talking about this in the beginning of like I do think there needs to be a place. I think there is value in these facilities. There's just a fine line and I think a lot in a lot of ways it causes more trauma than then helps them heal and move on and become better humans. Yeah. And see, that's something where, you know what I tried to drill this home to is like, you know, guys, you're dealing with whatever X, Y, Z. But do you want to, Mm. do you care? You know, Um, because I just feel like a lot of it was very spiritual I don't know if they got enough time to visit that. They'd had, you know, so so you were a weekend. So mm-hmm. I feel like that could be. You got to go and be in the mountains or yeah. be in, go to the park or, you know, so very open, right? Because we were there during COVID. Right. So everyone's masked up. Mm-hmm. These fools didn't even know what my face looked like. Right. Um, maybe for the better. Um, talk about trauma. <laughs> um, uh you know, I so it, it's like, it's almost like it. Sometimes I felt like just like a professional babysitter or supervisor. For sure. Um. So yeah, it's like okay, yeah, I didn't go to school, so I'm not the therapist here. But the therapist isn't getting to do what we do. And you saw the therapist on Tinder, so. Oh <laughs> my God. Redacted was on. It was Bumble. Oh, it was Bumble. Okay. And I swiped right too. Did you? I it ended up being twice. I ended up seeing her again, and I was like, "So, like, this ain't even gotta go nowhere, girl." <laughs> <laughs> but the fact, but so it was bad. what was said on there. Right, right. Because I just that you saw. Her I get on it. It was like your profile. You were like, I showed you the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. I mean, I looked at it and I was like, I'm hearing a whole lot of <laughs> a whole lot of something else at work. And right. I get it. This is your job. You're a professional. But I feel like it does a disservice to a child when you are being so shut off. Right. Absolutely. A lot of the owners and therapists were absolute robots. Yep. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like if I am this, child, you know, when I was their age, I was probably just as you know, brilliant as they were Mm -hmm. just as curious, you know, observant the works, right. Or the lack thereof. Um, but if I'm looking at those fools, you're not fooling me. You're not, you're not fooling me. Uh, so when I saw her profile, I was like, this is right on par. (laughs) You freak. Yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't judge. You're not a freak, okay? Um, well, yeah, she was just a human. Yeah, but exactly. That's, not how she that's what I'm saying. At work. But again, the boundaries of being professional and yeah, know, all but that. she did not even express herself right at all. The way she dressed on the dating app was a complete opposite person from how she dressed at work. It's almost like, oh, I'm a therapist. I'm gonna dress like one. Mm. She couldn't even wear a bow or a. She couldn't even do her hair. 
Like, maybe I'm starting to get offensive. Yeah, like, <laughs> like she did work in, like, a <laughs> boys' teen facility. Like, I don't know. I could kind of they, see See, this is why you're here on the pod, okay? <laughs> um, you're keeping me grounded here. Um, like, she's not going to show what up. What am I like, trying well, to say to then? I'm trying course. to say... <laughs> it's just... Uh, again, maybe it comes back to my style where I was professional, but I let the boys know right. that I was real. But that's just your you know? personality. You're always authentic, oh, so no I, matter that's what. That's my point. I in. didn't even get to my freaking point, which was, if you're getting into this field, I think you need these social skills. Fair. If you carry yourself like this way, or like a complete bitch. Or a complete dickhead, like a policeman. Because mm. there was Redacted, who was a total... Well, and not only that, he left and joined Salt Lake PD. SLC PD. Yeah. And I was like... That's on brand. Okay, you went from kneeling on these boys' necks to someone else. <laughs> that was a bad joke. But no, seriously, though, that's how he That's how he worked. Right, was like, right. I am Very a policeman. Yeah. You're not getting off with a warning either. Yeah. You're gonna go to court and you're gonna see this. You're gonna pay this ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, very abrasive, very different polar style from what I was doing. Right. And yeah, I'm hearing you out. I'm hearing you out. Like you could go your that route, and like you said, diversity. Because what that also does is the the boys got to see. Okay, like I'm getting this feedback from that staff, and I'm getting this feedback from that staff. Mm-hmm. And you could almost pull it. Right. And, and I think and, it's and important in the to middle. learn, like, I think, I mean, everybody learns this at some point in their lives, but, like, how to interact and work with different types of people as well. Like, yes. I think that's one of the skills they're learning in an Social. environment like that. Yeah. Like, not just from staff, but from other, you know, boys that are there in the facility, yes. right? It's yeah. like, yeah, you're not going to always get along with your roommate, but figure it out, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's complicated for sure. But what do you think about that? Like, okay, you want to get into this field that is so delicate. Mm -hmm. You are in charge of pushing pills. Mm -hmm. You are in charge of someone's mental well-being. You're a doctor. Um, You know, what's weird is uh, I didn't need any prereq. All I had to do is whiz in a cup. You had fresh eyes. I did have fresh eyes. I was a virgin. Like, I had no idea what the hell the field was. Mm-hmm. I just was literally getting that. I got let go because of COVID. My whole team got let go on that right. sales team. Right. And that, thank God that place sucked. Mm-hmm. S- it <laughs> it yeah. sucked. It, it sent me spiraling. I was not okay yeah. mentally. Um, and which is funny. Like, I was, I went from just, getting fired or not fired but we'll just say fired i got let go i got laid off whatever you want to say i right. lost my job to i was just perusing what's that called indeed mm-hmm. i was just like social work you know yeah i want to feel good i want to give back yeah. you know i want to so that's what drew me to that mm-hmm. and i visited a couple different uh facilities yeah. got a sniff you know what does it look like? How does it feel? And when I stopped at that one, I was like, okay, I think this is it. Um, and man, I got so many different things to say, but 
I just feel like, um, you know, the hiring manager, I don't know if you remember her. Oh, my God. Maybe, yeah. She made me want to hurt myself. Why? Like, why is she hurt? She was so blunt and rude and mm. uninviting. And yeah. I'm like, and this is the, the person hiring the people that are going to work here? Right. That's like She was the only one where during the whole interview process, I was like, I don't know why she's here. Mm. Or she knows somebody here who got her the job oh. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, which is a big thing anyway. Right. Because did you know that a lot of the, yeah, I might actually, I could get sued for all I know. God knows. I actually don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but no one's listening to this anyway, so I'm going to say it. Um, these owners actually know principals, college folks around the nation who know professors who have children who got sent there. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. That is fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, hey. I hear so-and-so's kind of struggling at home. Do you want to just send her to my homie's camp? She'll hook you up. Sweet deal, dude. Half off. <laughs> Buy one, get one. <laughs> Buy one, send one. Send one, kid. Send the next half off. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, fuck you. Well, yeah, I do think a lot of it is money related and money... I mean, yeah, like we've talked Fuck about these, you. these facilities are not cheap. No. When Wasn't the kids like started telling me what or something like that, I don't even care to remember the exact figure. All I remember is that it was way too much. Yeah, absolutely. And for what they were getting, like food wise and trips and right. the education and all that, that's what made me so passionate about it at all mm. is like I saw the cards how all the odds were stacked against them and i was right. like i need to s like that's what I, was, I think didn't you say that i was like i'm this i am their their savior like <laughs> i need to show up and bear this cross with them like i am every shift i get on my cross and get crucified for them i am going to die for them yeah. For a moment, that is so heretical, but it was probably the most Christ-like I had ever felt like in my life. Because I literally felt like I am going to put my job on the line in a way because it wasn't socially acceptable. Right. I was like the Martin Luther King of that place. Oh like God. I had a dream about... <laughs> okay, you're taking this too far. No, but Let I me think, have fun. That I was I, I've got bits on the pod too, man. Yeah. Okay, you're here for the professionalism. No. I'm here to get these jokes off. Okay. Well, um, I mean, to your point, I think tying this all back together, like I, I don't have as much education as these people do. Yeah, same. In yeah. this specific field, right? Um, I've done a lot of reading and research on this topic because i do think it's um intriguing but like yeah. i said i don't have the professional experience and education background that they uh -huh. do so the piece of paper that tells you you do yeah so take that for <laughs> what it's worth um but i do think there's so much responsibility and um i don't know what the word is but there's so much responsibility like in these 
in yeah. these facilities, right? Like you have to understand the weight that you bear on the rest. Like of lawsuits. Their, their, no, on their oh. these humans' lives. Oh. Right? You're either going to help them heal from trauma or you're going to further their trauma. There's a very fine line with that. You think so? Yes. And I I don't think that they've had that perspective. Oh. Oh, you think they lacked it? Yes. Wow. I thought you were going to say the opposite. No. I, I thought you were about to go full cuck lord. No. Oh. Okay, let me piggyback then. I... I've been talking way too much. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, I think that maybe this was about what you're kind of getting to is it's it's more simple than that. Yeah. And yeah, there's, you know, legal things like you right. don't want to get in trouble. They're an entity. And structure is important. It's a corporation. Structure's like essential in an environment like that. So I yeah. don't want to like discredit like the structure and foundation that they had. I just think they lacked the big picture. Social skills. Yeah, big picture of like, we don't want to fuck these boys' lives up. And we have the potential to do that. And I would say that with some of them, I think they did add trauma. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Maybe not all of them. Right. No. Maybe some of them were like, I see the program. I see the good. Yeah. I saw who I was. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set goals. Yes. I'm going to be better. And that's and why I'm I want to be really you know, mindful of like, I'm not trying to just shit on these facilities. Like I've said before, I there is a, there is a point to them and there is good that comes from them. But I do think there is such a fine line of like when a teen is gooned and shows up there after uh -huh. their parents just were like, go with these random strangers yeah, and leave your family, leave your friends, leave your school, leave your life. Yeah you have to be so careful about how you yeah. approach that and how you handle that. And I just don't know if I fully was on board with yeah. the approach. Let me wrap this up. Okay. okay. I'm going to put a little cute little bow on all this. And I kind of mentioned this already. Okay. Are you comfy? Yeah, Are you good? good? You good. promise. Yeah. Swear to God. I'm great. On God. Okay, you got your cute little chair that you just bought. Yeah, that I thrifted. Such a thrift $10. Find. Good so Lord. Cute. Yeah, I'm thrifty, ladies. Come on. <laughs> And I got taste. She said it looked good, too. <laughs> um, the bow is, I, I just felt like a little bit of spirituality was missing and the whole point of life together, which is just love, okay? Mm -hmm. Love and respect one another when you're different. Find that reason to, find a reason to, enjoy someone's presence focus on the things they do do right because you know you put my life underneath a microscope boy it get dirty it get musty and crusty real quick but there's things that are at the surface level where you're like oh i like that about him oh i like that about you um focus on that like ignore the things that they are already self-conscious about Stop bringing that up. It's tender, okay? So that's 1A. 1B is, dude, bigger picture here. Life sucks. Life is unfair. It's never going to be. Well, uh, maybe maybe, maybe it turns out to be yeah, what you thought it was. Some cards are great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, you know, so 
don't don't be don't felt don't feel like you're being picked on and i don't want to dismiss what you're thinking but like find a god find a reason for you to see the bigger picture here so you know stop thinking about yourself and your situation and how you can mope around all day and find excuses cuz i'll agree with you on those excuses i show up to work and i look at the place that you're living in and who the people are that have to take care of you and shit. I get it, dude. I would feel like fucking shit the whole time. So let's ramp it up right now and let's change our attitude. And, you know, that's what it always is. Because, again, I'm working here, okay? I would rather be making seven figures somewhere else and not doing this, if we're being honest. But I'm here with you, dude. So you and I are going to do this together. Mm. We're going to do it for each other. That's key. Yes. But not everyone was on that same page. Right. They went there because it was a paycheck. It right. was an easy job. that, And that's why literally bums would work there. Right. Well, and I think Actual bums. To piggyback off of that. Yeah, you'll put the bow. Your bow now. <laughs> no, I just think in all of the books and podcasts and whatever uh, research that I've done on this topic, the common theme that I found in all of them is the number one way to heal from trauma yeah. is to show up for people and to show them love. I loved when you told me it. Yeah. And I think that it was what was missing from this yeah. type of environment. And I think that you showed up. Yeah. You rubbed some and feathers you. because you did that. Yeah. Yeah. It shows. It matter. It 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 no, it, it goes deep. Yeah, and that's that genuity. Like yeah, I think hey, I'm it's good to see you. Mhm. I'm glad you're here. Right. Um yeah, it's a two-way road. Right, exactly. Like yeah. It's not just showing up like, oh, this is my paycheck. I'm here. I'm going to yeah, literally show up. It's showing up and showing that you're showing up. Yeah. You you got, yeah, that was a heat. That was a bar, Meg. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. You, yeah. When, yeah. Woof. Well, yeah, that was a bow. That was good. Thank you. And what I wanted to talk about next it's this 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 segues easy mm-hmm. is getting into your nonprofit. Yeah, it's not my nonprofit, but yeah. Okay. To me, it is yours. Okay. Because you are on piece of the whole. Yeah, I'm a part of this nonprofit. I will take I will accept. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and tell what is your title and what do you Yeah, what do you do? What is your job? What are you doing? Because this is like all the, this is what you're interested in reading. This is what you're interested in. This is why you're doing it. So, yeah, Pretty go ahead. I and mostly just enjoy reading uh, nonfiction. Oh. Specifically related to trauma and healing. And which is kind of odd because I, I haven't really had a very traumatic life. But I do think it's. For you. Yeah. Maybe for you. For It was traumatic for you. Well, I've obviously, there no one's exempt from that. But. Yeah. But relatively, heavy is heavy. Relatively, I haven't. So it's interesting, like how much I've like tackled this <laughs> topic. But uh-huh. um, so the nonprofit is called Common Thread, and 
um, started last year. We just got 501c3 nonprofit status, which oh, is huge. What does um, that mean? Talk to us like we're – talk to me like I'm <laughs> – I mean, I, I have the education of a five-year-old. So, right. so 503c. 5013c, yes. So basically that's just like we're recognized um, – I mean, I guess like people can donate. Everywhere. It's yes. like legitimized. Ah, and so Michael can, Jordan is going to give you like a million dollars next year. Well, he could, year. and then he could write it off on his taxes. Oh my god! I know, huge. Ooh. And that's that's like basically like one of like one of the perks mm-hmm. is that people can write it off on their taxes using yeah. your num like five hundred one c three number, um, instead of just donating it. Right. Yeah. Just having a. Good I home, mean, which many people have done, and we're grateful for them. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Of um, course, no, but yeah, th- this is a real thing. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah. And when we started, we were actually with we partnered with Utah Foster Care, so we were able to piggyback mm. on them and okay. use their like five hundred one c three and got funded until yeah. we were able to get our own funding and stuff. So so sick. The other important aspect is that now we can start applying for grants okay. and get funding through those as well, which federally will, like federal uh, grants, yep, okay, which will be really nice so what do you do so common thread so common thread um it started out focused with um teens 12 to 19 that have been impacted um by foster care okay and so um i guess how my like plug into this world and community is i'm a casa which means court appointed special advocate so i work one-on-one with someone that's currently in foster care and i'm assigned just to one family or one kid and then my role is just to check you know check in on them take them to do things form relationship with them report to their um gal guardian ad line yeah their gal their gal gal. anyway just being another piece of the puzzle of making sure that they're acclimating to their new world their new life being a mentor okay you know so, I guess the reason I started dabbling with this world was I felt like I had all this energy to, like, I want to make a difference. I want to contribute to society. I want to be a part of my community. How do I do this? I'm not yeah. in a place to be a foster parent at this point in my life. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I want – I have this energy. I want to put it somewhere. And I think so many people – want to change the world and they want to do these big things but a lot of these like huge systemic issues and you know on a global scale even boil down to community right and so i think for me it was like okay i can't change the world i can't change these big issues but i can make a small part and like yeah contribution to my community and that to me just felt like the most fulfilling yeah fitting yeah yeah and so that was kind of like my dabble into that world. And then my good friend Rachel had this idea to start this. Um, yeah. Like let's, let's, let's do it. Let's build this community. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so she's a foster parent herself and her and her husband, oh. two little boys oh. and they foster teens. Specifically oh, okay. Because a lot of the times uh, teens get swept under the rug a little bit. Yeah. They're just uh, little hellions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we wanted to. They're not cute it. anymore. They've <laughs> lost their baby teeth. They're like, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. It's an awkward time. Yes. Yeah. So we wanted to create a space for them to be able to come together and 
and have shared experience and right, uh-huh. feel not like not so yeah alone. like a therapy yeah like a therapy right type. and to kind of what i just talked about with the number one way to heal trauma is through love and community and and so having this place where they can come and feel seen and feel like oh i'm not the only one that lives with strangers yeah or has you know experienced trauma yeah can i ask you how many uh and maybe you don't know this and forgive me if you don't know but how many people in america have gone through a foster like do you know how many have lived with the foster like right. they're part of their own family and they had a foster child in the home mm-hmm. um or how like about this ever? how about this do you know how many convicts are from a uh, like a back that's totally random yeah actually but uh you know do you, is there any like is there any statistic you can grab from thin air here well, and the body keeps the score um book by incredible book Gordon B. Hinckley. No, Gordon he, he has Bittner like a really Hinkley. long like German last name. Okay, Forgive me, I don't remember. Foreign author, but, yeah. Um, he's done incredible research. Okay, in regards to trauma specifically. This is awesome that you're just grabbing this out of nowhere. <laughs> well, um, they did a, a research study and found that seventy percent of prison inmates in california 70 percent of them had been in foster care at one point 70 70 70 that is insane um yeah so that's alarming yeah so when i talk about these systemic issues it's like well that comes from something say that word again systemic Systemic i don't think people i don't think people and people misinterpret when they hear that too right because they're systemic it's like oh they're like oh we're not racist it's like no that's not that's not where it comes. <laughs> it comes from something. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that too, but right. Right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, no, but I think that's like, it's like where if you can tackle these quote unquote issues early, then you have a better future. You have a better community. You have more stable human beings that, mm-hmm. you know, you have more stable children means you have more stable adults in the future. Got it. Right. And so the, the more we can, process and heal and help these kids these teens you know heal from these traumatic experiences that they've been through that they're not a lost cause there's hope for them but again it's this this responsibility this you have to be very intentional and sensitive about these things and how you approach them in order to to grow and and have a better community okay do you have a like a motto, a slogan, because uh, you know at the treatment they had like a oh yeah a whole. Do you have like some kind of mission statement? Yes. Or would you get would you get one at some point? Um, yeah, we do. I just it's okay that you don't know this by heart, and I'm glad that you're pulling this up, and maybe you can just like find a little nugget from there, because my two cents from do you have it up? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. How so long is it? Is Let like me our, see. It. This yeah. is just our mission statement. So it says, Common Thread is a welcoming community for underserved teens. We build meaningful connections and foster resilience through events, mental health resources, and programs that empower teens and redefine futures. Our all-volunteer organization is team-centered, gender-affirming, and committed to trauma-informed approach. 
Our team advisory board is key to ensuring all events and programs meet the actual needs of our local teens. Okay. So our... Yeah. Well, just diving into like the teen board stuff. So that's my role in the the nonprofit. I'm one of the directors over the teen board. So we have meetings once a month where we all get together. And it's cool because it's like provides them, again, another tool, another resource for leadership opportunities, for coming together as a group. And okay. And their voice is heard for like okay. events that they want planned. Okay. Um, they're involved in, in, in the events. ins and outs of the group. Yeah. What kind yeah, of events? Yeah, so I mean, that's yeah. like, that's our whole thing, right? We're putting on events usually about twice a month. And they're anything from rock climbing to backyard barbecue to back to school fun stuff yeah it's it's really yeah, fun and like, like actually read, things that people are like oh okay right. that sounds lit yeah some of them are more small like we've had like art in the park like at sugar house park we had an artist come art in, in and do <laughs> that sounds fun yeah so it's like more low-key and we try to like have events that are you know geared towards lots of different yeah diversity and yeah. what we're trying to attract yeah. yes exactly and so um but we try and go all out because we know that a lot of these teens are underserved and don't get opportunities like this. And so if, you know, in any way we can show so up for them and go above and beyond, we're going to do I want to pause you because when we started talking about the treatment center, you said these boys show up and there's tons of shame. Mm-hmm. Like they're ashamed. Mm-hmm. With yours, are you trying to tackle making them feel comfortable or like, I don't know if you can give away your tactics here on the pod. All these kids are going to be listening, so maybe you don't want to just say it outright. Yes, all of them. Um, or do you have like a, you know, uh, or is it just a vibe? Like when you show up, it's just like, we're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, but do some of the foster, and pardon my ignorance here, but for them to be able because in the mission statement, it says like, you know, mental health resources, is it because you literally have access to like therapy or is it like through, okay, so you can meet with a therapist? Yeah. So we've actually had, um, we're part, we part, we've partnered with, um, a group called focal point at some of our events. So they're, okay. It's just another nonprofit focal point. Yeah. That deals with inner, um, Oh, I'm going to say this wrong. It's okay. Like social work. Like they're in the same, yeah, they're, they're, licensed therapists and they but um, they help out in they, this they help out both of the the people that run it uh-huh. were um they're people of color and they were born in or they were adopted by white families oh gotcha yeah. so, so they're mixed they're race, familiar like families. yeah and so they they deal a lot with like therapy in that because yeah i mean a kid that's born into a family that's white and they have they're yeah. black like yeah. there's a lot of cultural mutation yeah. that you kind of have so to having therapists in. that come from a similar background they're like dude they're looking at each other like yeah. what's up man like <laughs> we got you exactly yeah so that's really cool them at past events and then we also have provided like group therapies um okay one-on-one therapy sessions okay um that's like one of our huge pushes like push for grants right now is focused towards that because therapy is huge very expensive yeah (laughs) yeah but that's obviously something that we want them to have access to because they have all experienced what a resource because then those foster families they're like oh you have what right mine could mine could use a little bit of that because we're doing the best we can at home Mm -hmm. but there's still a lot of 
There's right. still a lot going on, and that could probably, you know, whether it's once a month or twice a month or whatever, it's something, right? right? Um, uh, I, so my only experience in social work was I was in, it was in foster care, mm-hmm. and I pretty much was like the errand boy. Right. So... But all ages from, I should say all ages, uh, five to 18 until they it's, graduate. You were pretty similar to what I did with CASA, right? Where you would take them to do e- things. Yeah. Doctor's appointment, yep. court yep. date, yep. Uh, lagoon, mm-hmm. movies, yeah. whatever. And then I would write down what happens, yep. how they felt, if they said anything like, Oh, my dad used to, right. or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, oh, keep going. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. kind of feeling weird. Like right. if they did say something very uh, off, I'm like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> or what'd you say? Right. Just have to say it again. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, just uh, um, cause yeah, uh, good at like, and you do this too. Like, yeah, you 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 gain that trust with them, and so they kind of just tell you a little bit more, and so. Mm-hmm. You, anyway, I just thought it was, um, ah, damn, I wish I knew more about, cause what, ha- the dynamic in where I worked was my friend's dad was, uh, a therapist and then he also set up the foster care so he would help find, right. uh, families for these foster kids and then he would do their therapy. Right. So yeah, I, um, but just such a huge need that just is absolutely ignored. Totally. Ignored. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think foster parents and foster families are incredible, but they need more resources. Yeah. So having a community, you know, different, I don't know. I just think there's such a need for help. that. Like they need yeah. help. Yeah, help. exactly. Yeah. And so. Cause these aren't just, you're not just adopting a child. It's like this person is already, when, and when I mean adopt, yeah. I mean like a Taking lot of people on, will, yeah. yeah, a lot of people will adopt a newborn. Right. Yeah. Or they're really young mm-hmm. where these people are adopting someone who is 16 years old. Right. Like yeah, they don't, they adopted, might not even like you. Like. Right. Yeah. There's lots of <laughs> things to tackle when it, when it comes to taking on a, a teen so what would you child what would you say what would you say is like the most overlooked thing that people don't know about foster care that you would like people to know if that even makes sense um, as a question it's tough because I'm not or like awareness parent, so I don't I don't have like lived experience but uh-huh. I will say from my observation of working you know tightly yeah, yeah, with yeah. foster families mm-hmm. Um, I would say that there is a, a big misconception of what that looks like. Okay. Say mo. Um, I don't want to like paint a light that it's like this magical, everything works out, incredible experience. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so I disappointed. I do think that that happens more often than people think. Oh. Meg, how do you say the cutest thing sometimes? Stop, Honestly. Stop it. <laughs> because... Um, and no wonder you're doing it. It's because, yeah, like, I mean, 
to ha- to be a part of something like that, to like change somebody's life in, and you're doing this as a nonprofit, you're volunteering, which by the way, sick invites for all these meetings and shit. No, you're invited. Yeah. Um, we're going to have all our listeners do a poll. I'm going to run a poll and I, the poll is just going to be like after Taylor embarrassed himself about how he acted at the treatment center, should he, or should he not (laughs) volunteer? No, I've told you this already. Seeing how you interacted with the teens. I mean, we didn't ever really actually work together because I worked weekends and you were brush shoulders. Yeah. Yep. But seeing like coming on the weekends and seeing the boys like talk about you and how you interacted with them and how you approach things no yeah. this is like you're the type of i'd love to mentor that like so this is my third reminder to you third time's the charm i think i've brought this up twice mm. the next the next time you have something i can do i need to know okay so for people that aren't as close with one of the directors like i am um where the website is common thread ut dot org org. common thread dot ut dot org oh you're not a dot you're not orged yet i don't know not dot govd i don't even know how that happens how one does that yeah me neither um i didn't see the website that wasn't me um oh it's dot com Okay. Common thread ut.com. Common thread ut.com. I've got a I've got a bookmarked already. But then we also have like a a link where you can sign up as Instagram? a volunteer and then you can get you'll get all we do have an Instagram too. Oh. But wow. you'll get all the emails for like um upcoming events that we have and you can just sign up to volunteer at them. Sounds like I should have just done that yeah. the first time we talked about this. That would make it easier. Okay. Right after this, we're doing that. Okay. That way, it's on me. Perfect. Okay, so you don't even have to tell me when or what or who. You just I'm just up. gonna sh- I'm gonna sign up so I just know. Perfect. So then you'll actually know if I actually hounded you for nothing, or for if I was uh, if I was about it. Exactly. Watch me. I'm gonna go to one of these and I'm gonna meet. I'm gonna meet somebody. I'm gonna meet my wife. You could. There's a lot. I mean, we definitely have or my more husband. women volunteer than men, which is another thing that I would go into. But. Let's. No. 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 Let's. You got the energy right now? Yeah. I mean, I Is your sugar low? I'm good. Hydrated. I'm hydrated. Cool. I want to yeah, I want to see you get fired. I've been pissed off a little bit on this pod a little bit. You know, I've, I've showed some passion. I'm Go ahead. I saw a, a little twinkle in your eye. I'm ready to well, go. Well, I just th- do think it's fascinating to note that most of our volunteers are women. Why do you think that is? Other than, um, well, I'll say what I know everyone wants to hear. Most guys are assholes. Um, seriously, just assholes. They don't give a shit about nurturing. Mm. Zero concept of nurture. Um, some dads are really good at it. Yeah. There are a lot of the dads that are out there that are like, I'm a girl dad. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I love my girls. I'm, it's crazy that Kobe had to like, bring that up like yeah, hey fair. it's okay to not have boys mm-hmm. i have all girls i'm a girl dad and i love my girls 
got so I'm getting on. I just got to bring up Kobe. Okay, Always. Rip Kobe. Um, <laughs> I think, it, but it's all in the same thread here, right? Is guys have zero, you know, sympathy or you know something yeah. of the sort, like. And it's hard because, yeah, I don't want to be extremist like, oh, all guys. <laughs> like, no. No, 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 no. I will. I'll translate. <laughs> I'll translate. But I just, I have thought it was like through this experience, it's been very eye-opening. Of, like, yeah. Where are the men? Why Why isn't it even semi-equal? Like, yeah. It's no, it's, a handful it's, of it's guys. It's either nine to one or ten to zero. And a lot of the times it's women bringing their husbands or their boyfriends or their... And they look like this. <laughs> The I mean, phones, their game, the game is on the phone. Not always, but right. I do think it's like, well, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, you hear dan in it, dan in it, because they're just <laughs> like looking at their fantasy team and shit. You're like, can you not right. for like five seconds, please, give a shit about something else? <laughs> Meg, maybe in like six months when you feel really good on this pod, you'll you'll say what. I thought you were going to say well, about What did you think I was going to say? I wanted you to say you know what? I I know I'm generalizing and broad paintbrush here, but guys suck. <laughs> no, I don't You're think failing. that. You're failing. I don't think that. I promise. <laughs> um, and I do think that men are becoming more nurturing. Oh. I do. Yeah. Like who? I think they're showing up in a lot of ways that they didn't. Before. Who's the per? Who's the first person you think of? My dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah. He's always been though. He's a, well, yeah. You forget we've been neighbors. We have been. I knew your daddies. He's leveled out the older he gets, though. Yeah, but he was level. He was a level. He was. But yeah, he's always a been level. Very nurturing. He was a firefighter. Yeah. He put. I I literally am saying that because he would put his life on the line since day one. That's the kind of guy he's been. Yeah, he's... So your dad's kind of a one-of-one kind of... Yeah. Um, He's a ride or die for sure. Yeah. So... um, So who's the next guy? Who's a public figure that Mm. you would say has, like, maybe turned a leaf? Or you'd say, oh, yeah, he's actually... He's solid. He would volunteer at Common Thread... Um, Bernie Sanders <laughs> should have voted for him. <laughs> Feel the burn. Should have. I'm actually reading his book right now. You, you should give it to me when called? you're done. Feel the burn. No, it's called "It's Okay to Be Angry at Capitalism." Oh, that's you probably know, a great book, actually. Yeah. He, here's my thing. I've been kind. Of, I'm not a very extremist person. I don't like extreme things, but I've recently kind of been kind of fond of them because. I think it helps you really figure out what you believe in, mm. okay. right? Like if I'm going extreme on one end, be like, hmm, that resonates or yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. I, I honestly don't even uh, think it's like knowing where that the edge extreme. is. Maybe that's a hot take, but He's it, has, it has been interesting to like learn more about his perspective on things. And I, I mean, I, I also don't think it's very healthy to like, uh, put people on pedestals especially politicians but i think he's a stand-up guy i think he would show up at common thread i have the cutest video of him he's so a cute man. i used to live in maryland mm-hmm. and one of my friends just you know it's close to dc yeah because people are always asking where's baltimore 
<laughs> Where's Marilyn? I'm like, that's actually you are dumb as fuck. Well, a. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I knew. Oh yeah, the Orioles, yeah, <laughs> the Ravens. I mean, it's close to DC, but it's it like touches all it. that whole area it touches it. is like just a hodgepodge. Yeah, people forget. Del- I like people G- forget Delaware is yeah, a state. Yeah, no, for sure. I What's li- the capital of Delaware? Dover. No. <laughs> Is that New Jersey? Wait, what's Dover? <laughs> Delaware. I love wait, this shit. <laughs> wait, what's Can, the what's, the, what's one of the capitals? What's the capital of New York? Albany. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving you shit. I'm giving you shit. I pride myself in my states and capitals, but I um had a weak spot. Well, you've that. traveled, so it helps I a little mean, bit. I've dabbled. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Okay. Um. Sorry, that was rude. But okay. y- anyway, it does help to travel and know where. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, no, somewhere. that helps you remember things. But anyway, so <laughs> so Baltimore is uh, by D.C. and yes. lived there. Um, and one of my friends who I met there, she's like, she's like maybe 55 or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to be offensive. She's probably going to hear this and be like, you bitch. <laughs> How dare you? I'm only 48. So we'll just say she's 40, but she's got this cutest little voice ever. Uh-huh. She's from shit. Where was she from? Not DC, not Baltimore. I think she was Mexican mm-hmm. and her husband was from Ecuador or Colombia. Fuck. Okay. They're both going to be mad at me. Yeah. They're going to text me after this and be like, fuck you for real, bro. Don't ever come around here again. <laughs> Fabulous cook too. She oh, she probably was Mexican because she could cook. Oh, okay. Every Mexican woman I've ever met can cook. Um, and she's at she's somewhere around DC. And this was from her phone. Like she took it. She took the video. And of it? he was like in this group. I'll show you too. Mm-hmm. I almost want to play the audio. Yeah, you should. Uh, I'm gonna try to find this video while I'm finishing this worthless story. Um, and uh. So he's in this like group of people outside this building, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just kind of like videoing from afar, and she just goes, "Hello, Bernie." He says, "How you doing?" Looks Stop right at her it. and right at the camera. <laughs> that's incredible. And I don't know. That's so stupid. But like everything you just said about yeah. him made me think of that video. That she was just. You know, because a lot of time people are videoing individualistic, like when he would do rallies and stuff before COVID, he would go to like the smallest towns and do rallies instead of like so sick. He's very like, I don't know. Again, he's like, I see you. Yeah, he's very. I know you're out here. Exactly. Exactly. Focuses on the little guy. So I'm on her videos on Facebook. And I don't know how Facebook is that works. How you first saw it was through yes, Facebook? I think the only place I have her added is on. Oh, it's not this shit. Oh. There's like American flags and shit. Yikes. I don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and what I hope is that she didn't take it down mm. for some reason. What if Zuckerberg got to it? Oh, he could have took that. that sh- yeah, he's like, uh, no, this is doing too much good. I'm gonna take this down. It's not toxic enough for me. (laughs) Oh, maybe because it didn't load. Facebook's weird. I had to like power scroll. Mm. Here it is. Oh Oh, my god. Okay, I'm gonna hold it really close to the to the microphone, and then you can watch it. I'm pretty sure this is. Oh my god. 
I want that video so bad. <laughs> Can you send that to me? Oh my god! I seriously, I, I saw it, that was and I so cute. I almost need to play it one more time because it's yeah, only six seconds. Hi, Bernie. Hi. He like even like turns towards yeah. her. It's yeah, so looks right cute. at her. Look. Oh my god! Yeah, and she's god. like, "Hi, Bernie." <laughs> <laughs> just how she says it to you. Hey, Bean. Hi, how are you? He's like, hi, how are you? So cute. <laughs> like, he didn't have to say that. No. He literally could have just walked right past No. Her. And. So cute. <laughs> if it was Biden, he'd be like, oh, give me a kiss, mama. <laughs> it's probably Trump, too. But the last two. Oh, my God. Seriously. Uh, so bad. Um, yeah. He, uh, he, I, I hate myself. That's so harsh. Um, I regret my decisions politically Mm -hmm. in the last ten years. Oh, absolutely. I mean, does it doesn't everyone? Well, okay, that's too general. Mm, But I was gonna say in this state, I don't think they regretted who they voted for, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But Salt Lake County's turning blue. Yeah, I mean, Salt Lake is blue, but it's not. It's 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 not enough. But the major, uh, I mean, all these three counties are where everyone lives, pretty much. Right. Utah, Salt Lake, and Davis. Yeah. It's right around the corner. I mean, what what is it? How many votes do they get? Like five. Right. It's Utah. You mean? How many electoral votes do they get? Yeah, I think five? It's five or six, maybe, maybe for six. the next one, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't give a six, shit because I haven't voted for eight years. <laughs> um. Uh. It could. could. It's our job. No, absolutely. Pods like this are literally going to be what makes the difference. Yeah, I mean, there is. You got to wake people the fuck up. Yeah. Like, okay, guys, if you keep doing what you always done, you'll always get what you always got kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Like, you. And my new thing is my politics. If everyone doesn't win, no one wins. Like, and we all, we don't win unless everyone wins. Say more about that. Because, A, we're all equal. We all live in the same place. We're sharing the same country, Mm -hmm. allegedly. Why can we not think about the collective all the time? Mm. Thinking, and that doesn't mean, oh, like, like, for example, let's just dive into one little thing, prison reform. Let's make... Let's make more sense of prison reform. Let's send less people there for petty crimes. Right. Let's release people. Um, people get angry at that. Oh, absolutely. Um, <sighs> Do you think in 100 years we're going to look back and be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Look at what we think about what we were doing 100 years yeah, ago. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. It's going to be, we're, yeah. That's why I think it's so. That is mind boggling. It's so incredibly ignorant to be to die on a certain hill about what like just to be right that's why i don't i don't jive with capitalism is because it's just all about money right uh i'm a socialist now because i'm a man of the people Mm -hmm. like i and and the and the minority like if you are underprivileged i'm on your team yeah how can i how can my racist white pink little ball sack do what 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 little thing can I do which which is funny too cuz what is appreciative for some people is me being that said wh- white guy mm-hmm. and listening and going I actually agree with you yeah 
That's a huge thing. Um, yeah, yeah, which it's not a lot. It's not. Well, a and lot. I think like um, tying this all together, like with the common thread with you know treatment boys, <laughs> community. Like that's yeah, yeah, all yeah. what this stems down to. And yeah. it's hard. It's hard because the U.S. is so big, and not only that, but it's like we like think about people that live in like the boondocks of Alabama compared to somebody that lives in the Bronx. Like their lives yeah. are so culture. Different. Everything. Culture, the way their brains are wired, Everything. their experience, their education, their background. Like it's it's so hard to like come together and see eye to eye on things when our experiences are so vast and so diverse. I know this is so dumb and broad, and I think it's gonna come into a topic that comes up on every single one of these. Mm-hmm. But like why why is love such a foreign concept? Maybe because everyone has a different definition of it. I beg to differ that there that there is only one. There should only be one. Okay, and what is it? As simple as it sounds. Like, okay. who cares who the... Quit judging. Mm. Do more psychedelics and yeah. learn that way if you need to. Because mm. unfortunately, that's kind of what I had to do. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I yeah. came up in a very twisted um evangelical household Mm -hmm. where there was a warped idea of how to worship god and the one that i worship now is way healthier oh for sure (laughs) i mean same because same (laughs) yeah no but you had it in you before for sure the just the organization that you were you know lds industries that you were yeah wrapped up in again that concept of love really i do think people have different definitions of it think about what i believe you yeah think about what your concept of love was when you were a missionary disgusting years old like compared to now disgusting totally different makes me sick yeah and so i think that's that's what makes it complicated yeah um I just looked at the time and we we are not night owls on a week on a work week. Mm, yeah. Um do you have anything well cuz I'm you're coming back. I'll be back. And we're going to talk we'll give a little sneak peek. Okay, Cuz we were going to talk about cults. Oh. And we were we're we're here. We pretty much got yeah, there bringing up um yeah, so what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, later. Yeah. So we'll do that. Do you have any th- last little? Um, or no? What's said is said. Yeah, I mean, I guess just to wrap up, I think everyone should take care of their community. Common thread ut dot com. You should judge people, or if somebody thinks differently than you, that it's bad. It's okay it is. to think differently. It is. But you should also be accepting to other people yeah. and what they believe and what they think. And you should be open-minded and show up for your community and love, actually love. Love Taylor's it. definition. Love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, mine would be be more comfortable to rip ass around each other. 